0: Yeah, I'm trying to be funny. You know I mean? the <laughs> <Amanda
1: Steele Show. laughs> Straight out the gate, you calling him out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, I, I always start to, you know, I tell people, like, it's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I was, I was telling Nails off the radio, like, people really be like, oh, why is she trying to be funny? Oh, she's trying to be a comedian now? And it's like, y'all, like, I'm an actual comedian. I I really am. Like, I'm not, I didn't just start, like, I've been a comedian since 2013. I'm 10 years in. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Like, I have a... (laughs) Right, right. And I I have a whole special, but, you know. So whenever you hear me on this radio show and I am telling some jokes or, you know, departing from giving you information-based insights... It's because I'm a comedian, and so I'm going to do that. All right? So there you go. Anywho, happy Tuesday. Nails, how are you doing on this Tuesday?
1: I am doing dope, delicious. You remember that one, don't you?
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> when I first met my Odie Odie hey. I can remember that sign Like it was yesterday <laughs> Let me also add That I keep This lip gloss By my recording station And I always forget That it's like Supposed to be like A plumper lip gloss So my lips are burning oh. So crazy right now it's like I ate like a hot pepper, like it really is pain. So since my lips are burning, I'm going to toss this to Nails to tell us about what black news <laughs> we have this
1: week. All right, we're going to kick it off with this first story. Residents over in Oklahoma, they'll cast their votes today on whether to legalize recreational marijuana for use for people over 21 years old.
0: All right, we're moving forward with this. I've been watching the show Peaky Blinders. On Netflix (laughs) I'm late to it But y'all It's one of the greatest shows Of all time And they talk about Prohibition in there And so like It's so weird to me To think that there was a time When liquor was illegal Like in a very real way And I think that Within my lifetime I'm gonna see that happen With marijuana Because there was a time And we're already Coming out of that time
1: Legalize it
0: Uh, What else we got going on?
1: Well, Creed 3, a lot of people went and saw it this past weekend. Well, they contributed to it making history. I'm going to tell you exactly what history it made this hour.
0: All right. Somebody who has made history in the past because of his rappings, LL Cool J, who, by the way, just got bumped from the 11th spot of The Most Richest Rappers in the World by Florida. Uh, he has some advice for the bros on relationships. And I feel like LL doesn't really talk much. So this is some audio that we're going to hear. He's going to give a tip to y'all. And of course, I'm going to ask y'all, is this a valuable tip? Or is it BS? So we're going to get into that. All right. Also, we have our They Did That segment. But this is Women's History Month. So we're going to feature a black woman inventor. So get some information and some knowledge from you for you because this is what we do here at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, you can also stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seals Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. to the Amanda Seals Show. back. Back y'all, this is the Amanda Seals show. Amanda Seals here with uh, DJ Nails. Time to get into some black ear news. What's going down?
1: Started off by screaming, I legalize it. <laughs> Oklahoma voters, they got a big decision to vote on today. They get to vote on whether they want to make it legal for possessing or growing recreational marijuana. It will allow anyone who's 21 years old and over to possess up to a gram of weed. And it'll allow them to actually grow up to 12 plants in their own house. I think that's the
0: part that's interesting to me is that it's not just about possessing weed, but it's also about being able to grow. Because I think that there's a whole weed marijuana economy that this country is going to start trying to create like in a very, very, very real way. Like we've seen it be successful in California. We've seen it be successful in Colorado. And now the country is going to definitely try to find a way to capitalize off of this because that's the only reason they legalize things. Y'all got to remember Crimes are only crimes until the people at the top decide that they can win from it. That's how it works. So nonetheless, uh, Oklahoma, we're going to see if it's going to become smoke, Oklahoma. So we'll just (laughs) wait and see how that turns out (laughs) and see how that turns out. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this weekend, some of y'all hit the movies, right? And you must have, because there was a record that happened.
1: Yeah. Congrats to Michael B. Jordan. And Jonathan Majors and the whole cast and crew of Creed three, they punched their way into the record books over the weekend with an estimated $58.6 million this past weekend. And it made it the biggest opening weekend ever for a sports movie. Plus, for Michael B. Jordan, the biggest opening ever for a black director in their directorial debut, which shocked me, Amanda, because we just had this conversation that shocked me because you talk about black directors, Spike Lee, uh, John Singleton, but I just remember she got to have it. It came out in 86. It wasn't that big of a movie when it was in theaters. And then also Boys in the Hood, which was John Singleton's debut. It wasn't that big in theaters either. It didn't become a cult classic till later.
0: No, that's that's very real. I mean, I think there's something great in uh Michael B. Jordan getting to have this honor bestowed because- The black director pool is very small comparatively. Right. And so what makes folks get the opportunity to be in these positions is being able to demonstrate success. And typically, if one person in a certain group demonstrates success and they're like, well, I guess we'll let the other blacks in, too.
1: This is also something interesting right here, too. This is funny because Jonathan Majors was pretty much battling himself at the box office this weekend because remember, he plays Kang nice. in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which has been number one for the past few like, three weeks. And then all of a sudden his new movie comes out and he just beat himself again to be number one. Now he got number two as well at the box office. So shout out to Jonathan Majors, too.
0: Well, you know, I also wonder if he had any back end points in any of these movies, because that's where a lot of the money is getting made for the folks that are in these films. Like if you're in a Marvel movie, it's like just take like a moderate check and get points on the back end because at the end of the day, Folks is gonna be coming to these movies and they're gonna make merchandise, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really curious who was able to get in on that way, on that wave. But shout out to both of these brothers just doing a great job. Like they are in the midst of a of an industry that really like gets it's really picky about which black folks that they decide to let through. And they have really stayed the course and getting an opportunity to really be on screen this much and doing work behind the camera as well is great. So shout out to Jonathan and Mr. Michael B. Jordan, who is not Corny. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up next, hello, Cool J gives advice on how to not be corny as well, and we're going to tell you that advice right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The so Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. Hope everybody's having a fabulous Tuesday. It's Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, and hello, uh, Cool J. Who? I mean, I guess he is the right person in some ways, to be talking about relationships because, I mean, he's named the Ladies Love Cool James. That being said, I feel like he hasn't been in this world of relationships since he was like 16, but here he is offering us up.
1: Yeah, he's offered up some some little advice for men who trying to chase women. He did this on his podcast, and he said, if you're chasing her. Yeah, you probably will run her away. Listen to this. No woman is going to be happy with you chasing her ass all the time. Mm. Like, all yeah. the time. I'm not yeah. talking about in the beginning when you guys are coming together. I'm talking about if you live your life chasing a woman and showing up at her doorstep and having flowers and violins and you know, all that, you're killing yourself. Yeah. The relationship is not going to last. The reality is, you when you buy your way in and you become a provider and you just become like a, like you represent provision, that's not the same as being sexually stimulated. Exactly. You know what I'm I saying? figured Guys that they use again. money to, to sustain their relationships and use money to get their way in, yeah. it's weak. It you enough. don't believe in you enough. Yeah. You you trying no to use way. money. The money is an exclamation mark. What's he
0: talking about, yo? <laughs> what is he talking about, yo? He started out talking about bringing flowers to doorsteps and then he turned into the money being the, the driving force. He went on. <laughs> and then what was that music? Why was that music so dramatic? Like he was saying <laughs> something hella dramatic. <laughs> Let me tell you something. LLB talking these days and I be like, bruh. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Like he said quite a few questionable things on the Twitters and then he was upset because I had said something back. But nonetheless, I don't think this is really great advice. I think ultimately you show up for who you want to show up for. And if at a certain point you feel like they do not appreciate it, you move on. And that's really that. Now, what he started, ex- you know, uh, explatiating on was the commentary about like, if your money is what buys you a relationship, then it's not going to really be about you. I think that a lot of men already know that they don't care. (laughs) Like Mm. they're like, I just want this person and whatever method I need to provide to get this person, I'm going to do it. You know, ultimately, if you do want somebody to care about you for who you are, then yes, you do show up in a different way. But um, I don't think that's about chasing somebody. I think ultimately, you know, his examples of like chasing a woman by showing up on her doorstep with flowers um, depends on how much you're doing that. You know, if you're showing up on somebody's store set with flowers like every day. And also, what kind of flowers are you bringing? Are they carnations? Because, yo, that ain't it. A carnation is not a, yo, let's be together flower. It's not. He also always speaks like he is the announcer in a boxing ring.
1: Well, I do hear that. I hear that now. (laughs) Damn. Now I'm not going to be able to unhear it whenever he starts talking. But I do agree with like the beginning part of what he said. Because I've seen it time and time again where a dude constantly does that for women, a certain girl, and she friend zones his ass fast. Well,
0: I think there's also like, okay, like he said something about like the sexual chemistry, et cetera. Like, if you're trying to pursue somebody, I mean, I don't know that that's even like the thing on the table, but you gotta pursue people who you feel like are giving you the rhythm. You know, I think sometimes folks feel like they'll just like bowl you over. Like, I'm just going to come at you so hard that you're going to eventually give in. And I mean, that is not really about like, oh, like a woman's going to get turned off. I think it really is just that she was never really turned on. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've had some, I've had the two dudes I've had that like really like were just persistent, 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 persistent. They ended up being gay and they were really just <laughs> trying to get me to be a beard. So, you know, there's that. What do you guys think? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Did anything LL Cool J said resonate with you? Give me a call and let's talk about it right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Stick around. We got They Did That. We're going to highlight a black woman inventor. So you know you want some knowledge. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What you know about Black History? It's the Amanda Seals Show, and they did that. This is a part of history, man. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and uh, we went from Black History Month to Women's History Month, and so we're going to celebrate Black women inventors. Nails, tell them about Lida
1: Newman. Ms. Lida Newman, we're going to say thank you so much to her because a lot of us use this thing she created every single day. She was a remarkable Black female inventor who patented the first hairbrush with synthetic bristles. She's also the third black woman to ever receive a patent. And she's also known for her activism in the women's voting rights movement of the early 20th century. Lida Newman was born between 1865 and 1885, and not much is known about her personal life because back then women, especially black women, were treated with disregard at that time. Now, however, census records show that she spent most of her life giving, uh, living in New York City and working as a hairdresser, And of course, that is what helped her out making this decision and getting the patent to get these Brussels in these brushes. All right. Now, Amanda always likes to think of the black ass reason why Mm -hmm. our inventors invented it. I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure this one out. (laughs)
0: Let me tell you, you can't smooth out these curls. (laughs) Can't smooth out the kink. With these soft bristles, all right? You can't, and the comb is not gonna give you the slick that you need it's not gonna happen and then you got you know your sister over here madam cj walker she had the hair laid down you know what i'm saying so if you want to put the pomade on it and get it to really shellac to the (laughs) skull you gonna need some synthetic bristles in it that's the thing the black hair needs a whole other level in the brush a whole other level because you see these white people with the soft brushes it's really soft it's like baby hair and it's like baby that's this ain't This ain't that kind of baby hair, okay? We got a whole other thing going on over here with the hair, okay? So that is our They Did That for today. And uh, shout out to all of our women inventors out here. You know, I know there's a lot of innovators, a lot of folks who are thinking about, "Mm, maybe I should really try and take this to the next level. Do it. Do it. Google U.S. Patent Office and figure it out because your IP is valuable. Now coming up next, we're going to talk to our awesome callers. About the Chris Rock special, selective outrage. We'll get your comments next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal
1: Show. We up, we up, we up. We back here on the Amanda Seal Show. Happy Taco Tuesday! And shout out to everybody's listening in the radio world and wherever you get your podcast. Also, type in Small Doses. That's Amanda's other podcast, and you can get that at Urban One Podcast Networks as well. And welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. And we love hearing from you, especially if you want to chime in on any of the conversations we're having over here at eight five five Amanda eight. Again, the number is 855-262-6328. We're going to go to the phone lines right now because yesterday we had this discussion about Chris Rock's Selective Outrage special on Netflix. What you got to say?
0: Hey, Amanda, this is and I understand Chris Rock is a legend to some people, but he's not a legend to all black people. I'm sorry. I will be the one to say it. Unpopular opinion. But the way he panders to the white audience Ah, I'm over it. I'm with you. Let's bring in some new blood. Let's bring in some new comedy lines because to me personally, Chris Rock is tired and I'm tired of him always feeling the need to say something about black women. How about he attacks white women for once? That'll be a nice change.
1: Damn.
0: I mean, he did attack white women on the show because he talked about the Kardashians. So that's actually (laughs) like not (laughs) accurate. Um, I think the other thing too, is that like, you know, people don't understand that like black Comedians talk about black women because that's who they are like with all the time. That's who mm-hmm. they know. Like, I talk about black men a lot because I'm around black men. I mean, I think there's something to be said for her saying that Chris Rock is not a legend to all black people. I mean, that's like me saying R. Kelly is not a legend just because I think he's a terrible person. He is still a legend. Like, there's mm-hmm. just certain things that are just what it is. Like, Chris Rock is an icon. He's been around for a very, 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 very long time. He's had a, a bunch of very, classic specials. And I think the most um the 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 thing that proves this point most is that like there's parts of the actual like black folk cultural lexicon that were created by Chris Rock. Grand opening, oh. grand closing. <laughs> that is a Chris Rock quote. Like I love, you know, I love black people but I can't stay Like, that's a black, that's a Chris Rock quote. Like, I bet you won't kick my ass. That is a Chris Rock quote. Like, these are quotes that are from Chris Rock's material. So, and we all know them. We may not know that they are from Chris Rock, but like, that is the part of what makes somebody an icon. So I agree with her that we do need to bring in new blood. Um, and I feel like there is uh, a thing about pandering to white folks that I've never, I don't know. There was a special nails that he did with like Ricky Gervais, Seinfeld and um, Louis CK, where one of them was saying the N word and he was just like, not really flipping out about it. And people really like were viscerally bothered by this. Um, And I know I agree because I I understand why people would be viscerally bothered by this. I think what they don't necessarily understand is like he's known Louis C.K. for like a bajillion years. Like Louis C.K. wrote Pootie Tang. Literally, (laughs) he wrote Pootie Tang. So I think that he's a part of the clique of like, oh, I've given this person permission type thing. And there's definitely a lot of black folks who are doing that. So I'm not going to single Chris Rock out as like the only one who does that. It's not something I like either. But I want to add this. It's real easy to just say like, oh, like Chris Rock, he's only talking about black women. No, he was talking about Jada Pinkett. Okay, so he wasn't just talking about black women. He was talking about Jada Pinkett. Chris Rock on a regular basis has black women opening for him. Okay, me being one of them. He's at Yvonne Orgy open for him. Like he like has a black woman road manager. Shout out to Tina. Um, And I don't think people understand that that's not common. <laughs> like a lot of black male comics do not give space for black women comics. Like they don't care about us. Like they don't think that we're valuable into the, in the space. So there is something valuable to be said for the fact that, okay, he may make some jokes about, um a, you know, a black woman in his material, but he's also giving black women like real opportunities who are also in the same field. So, you know, I think in that regard, I have to give him his props. <sighs> Okay, that was a lot of supporting somebody.
1: (laughs) Hey, but you support it though.
0: I'm kinda tuckered of out. That was that was a oh, lot yeah. of riding for somebody. Like, I gotta get off the horse.
1: I, I got you, I got you, I got you. Coming up next, <laughs> you heard a lot of red about red flags, but have you heard the term beige flags? Beige is the new word that's taking over the dating scene, and we'll talk about it. Plus, Amanda's big up let down is coming up next on the Amanda Seal show. The
0: Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all. What's good? What's good? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Remember to follow me on Amanda Seals on Instagram, at Amanda Seals on TikTok, and at Amanda Seals TV on YouTube, where you can get a bunch of Amanda Seals content, including my podcast, Small Doses. This week, We are featuring Shirley Rains, who is a sister that goes to Skid Row every single day to help the people, to feed the people, and to do makeup for the people. And when I tell you she is an incredible spirit, this is one of my favorite interviews that we've done. We went from talking about Skid Row and helping the houseless community, to her talking about how she needed to go to therapy, to me talking about why haven't you gone to therapy, to us crying on the couch. So it's worth a watch. It's (laughs) worth a watch. You're going to get taken on a wild ride. And also, you're going to get to hear what it is to hear someone talk about Just the difference in dealing with houseless people as people versus as a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think even the people with the best hearts when they're volunteering, you know, they may still be looking at folks like, oh, like, you know, fragile with a fragility that makes them feel othered and surely can teach us all a lesson on how to deal with folks who may not be in a good situation, but still making sure that they feel human. So make sure you check out our episode, Small Doses. Uh, that episode will go live tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast, And it is an Urban One podcast. Now that I've said all of that DJ nails you got some things to say
1: yeah let's get into some black news first story this hour is going to be about police using Facebook chats to prosecute abortion seekers
0: I hate everybody I hate everybody that's that's what I gotta say about that I hate everybody and we're also going to explain to you like why this is not a HIPAA violation So stick around for that. What else we got?
1: Keto-like diets may be associated with a higher risk of heart disease, according to this new research.
0: Like, I feel like everything is associated with heart disease. I'm going to tell you why I feel that way when we come back. So stick around for that. We're also going to talk about, um, I don't know if everyone has ever heard of the term beige flags. Okay, so if you're out on the dating scene... You know, we talk about red flags, talk about green flags. Well, now there's a new thing called beige flag. We're going to give you the scoop on that. And you better hope that you don't got a beige flag next to you. We also got the
1: letdown.
0: So find out who is going to be the recipient of the letdown. I got a story for you when we talk about this beige flag that actually ties into our letdown. So, you know, you got to stick around and find out how the pieces connect. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, laugh and learn and come right back because it's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I find myself disappointed more and more every single day with the way these social media spaces operate. And here is yet another example. Arr!
1: Yeah, ladies, listen up, because there's a report from Insider that says that at least nine online pharmacies that sell abortion medicine were sharing your information like web addresses and relative locations and search data with third party sites like Google. And this opens you up to that data being shared with law enforcement requests. It's in the aftermath of Roe v. Wade being overturned. The ladies, you've been worrying about your data from your menstrual cycle tracking apps, right? Well, that ain't the only thing you have to worry about these days, because, in fact, Meta, they said that, uh, and this is Facebook and IG's parent company, they said that they get over 200,000 requests and they comply with about 76 of the top, 76% of the time. So I was wondering, how is this not a HIPAA violation?
0: Well, it's because HIPAA is really about your provider not giving away a patient's information without their consent, right? In this case, it's not a provider, it's you talking on your Facebook page, you know, chatting, and them being able to pinpoint language that may get. Part of their like flag. Right. So what they'll do is they'll create an algorithm that flags certain words or certain strings of words to bring Mm -hmm. attention to them and then be able to say, oh, this person looks like they're engaging in this type of uh, criminal activity, etc. Well, if I have a, a page on these sites and I have a password, then I should not have my information shared. Well, when you look at the bylines, you know, and these agreements that they just have pop up, like the user agreements, et cetera, we don't often read those. We just scroll, 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 click that little square and keep it moving. Because ultimately, if you really read it, you wouldn't use the site. In contrast, Apple has said that they will not do this, right? Apple has made it very clear that like they will not share personal info with uh, the authorities, and, in the case of you know abortion or anything going along with uh, reproductive uh, health, et cetera. But again, this goes along with my saying. Roe v. Wade was repealed, in my opinion because the one percent felt like it was in the way of something that they wanted. Mm. And in some cases, that has been theorized as they want more white babies. They like, we need more white babies. There's not enough white babies happening. And ultimately, if you have a bunch of babies, Even if they are white babies, if you have a bunch of babies by people that don't want them, it's still not going to make your population better or stronger. Boom! But what do I know? (laughs) What do I know? I'm just a comedian and a radio host. What do I know? All right. What else we got going on?
1: Well, this new keto-like diet its a low-carb, high-fat diet. It may be linked to higher levels of bad cholesterol and double the risk of cardiovascular problems like blocked arteries, heart attacks, and strokes. And the study's lead doctor, uh, Ayula but she said uh, that there there are more people in cardiovascular prevention clinics with severe high cholesterol after doing this high-fat diet. It's fat you're eating.
0: I mean, I just feel like common sense ain't common. There's weight loss diets that are very particular to your blood type. There are weight loss diets that are very particular to your autoimmune system. And you have to, as an individual... Make sure that you tailor and curate that. So, just a little tip, you understand me? Now, coming up next, we got a tip for folks on the dating scene. Maybe you haven't heard about the beige flag. Well, we're gonna tell you. Nice on the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show.
1: We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. I am Nails, and that is Amanda Seals, and we've been talking about green flags and red flags. But have you ever heard of a beige flag? It's a sign that you're unthinkably boring on dating apps. Amanda, mm. what is a beige sign for you? Well, I'll tell you a,
0: a little story, Nails. OK, okay. Um, I remember that this guy who had like interviewed me, we had a really nice interview. He just had a nice vibe and he was from Orlando. And when I was going to be in Orlando, I said, you know what? I'm just going to hit him up. And so I hit him up to to, you know, hang out just to get learn more about him. And we were on the phone, and this man talked for 30 minutes about wash rag usage, about when he gets rid of his wash rag. What type of wash rag, what color wash rag, the bacteria that can be found on wash rags, how he doesn't like to go to other people's houses and see that they don't use wash rags. It makes him question how they clean their chicken. Then he moved on to towels. (laughs) Y'all, I I was like, you know what? I got to rescind the invitation. So I came up with like a reason to like let him down easy when I decided to cancel like going on the date. And I guess it wasn't enough for him because then he called me like later and was like, no, really, I really want to go on this date. You know, I would really like to hang out. And I was like, yeah, I know. I know. I think I, I didn't say I know, but I was like, oh, like, I really appreciate it. Um, and he was like, you know, I just feel like, you know, there's like something you're not telling me. And he just like pressed me. And finally, I was like, bro, you talked about wash washbacks for 30 minutes. It's <laughs> like beige flag, beige flag, beige flag. So that was like one of the most boring experiences. Then there's some times that you just go on a date with somebody and you're like, oh, like you're really fun as a friend, but like in a date space, like you're just not yep. the right one.
1: Yeah, yeah, huh. that's that's happened. That's <laughs> happened to me before. I have went on a date and we're having conversation, and she just tell. I mean, I'm a cool with you being a homebody, but listen, going to the movies or maybe a little date or let's go to Auntie' house or something. You won't get out of the house somehow dating me or mess around with me. That's a beige flag when somebody just. Takes pride in yo. I'm a homebody.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think that there's something to be said for like, oh, that's an introvert. And then if you're not an introvert, then you're like, well, I don't know that this would work. You know what I'm saying? But apparently, like on the dating profiles that people have on their on their Instagram, on not their Instagrams, but on their like dating apps, uh, there's a certain beige flagness about people's profiles. So take a look at your profile and do your best to. Show that you're not a, a beige flag type of person, and 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 let me just give you the suggestion. I don't mean take a picture with a tiger, because that was a really big thing at one point on the dating apps. Like everybody had a picture with a tiger, and oh, I was damn. like, what does that tell me about you? Please. That you watch? I don't know.
1: That you watch Carol Baskins and Joe Exotic a lot.
0: <laughs> and that that for me is a red flag so there's that <laughs> hit me up with any of your beige flag stories have you ever been on a really boring date or were you like me where you had a boring encounter that made you say I don't want to go on a date hit me up tell me your story one amanda 8 that's 1-855-2626-328 come on get it off your chest y'all it's the Amanda Steele show the Amanda Steele show we up we up we up it's time for
1: the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seals Show. Big Up, Big
0: Up,
1: Let Down. Big Up, Big Up, Let down. I love Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays on the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Nails, and that is Amanda Seals. And it's time for the Big Up Let Down, where we're about to salute somebody and give somebody a big thumbs down. Ready to kick it off? Amanda Seals. Let's
0: hit it with our Big Up, Big Up. Going to the Black Vietnam vet who received a Medal of Honor after nearly a 60-year wait, y'all. This is really, really crazy. Retired Colonel Paris Davis, one of the first Black officers to lead a special forces team in combat, received the prestigious Medal of Honor on Friday. The overdue recognition for this 83-year-old Virginia resident and veteran comes after his recommendation for the medal was apparently lost resubmitted, then lost again. And it wasn't until 2016, half a century after he risked his life to save some of his men by fighting off the North Vietnamese that a volunteer group of advocates painstakingly recreated recreated and resubmitted his paperwork. And uh, now he is finally getting the just due that he deserves, the acknowledgement that he should be received. And Davis was a captain and commander with the 5th Special Forces Group. He engaged in nearly continuous combat during a pre-dawn raid on a North Vietnamese army camp in the village of Bong Son in Binh Dinh province. And I will also just add, like, this is not about whether you're for the Vietnam War or against the Vietnam War. At the end of the day, they put our people over there, put them in a situation where they had to fight for their lives, and in many scenarios brothers had to just figure out how to get their people home. And let me also add that there were brothers that were dying from friendly fire in both World War II and in the Vietnam War because racism was still alive and well. So, lodge up to Colonel Davis for getting the and his Medal of Honor. Today's goes to Tom Segura, a fellow comedian, (laughs) who on his podcast had this to say. Did you try it even yet?
1: No, I'm not going to do it.
0: Well, you're just uh, you're just anti-leg washes.
1: I'm not going to wash my legs and feet.
0: You think that's just a black people thing?
1: Clearly. Well, and he's the only one here who took the day off. <laughs> washes his legs and feet. No, I don't think it's a black thing. I think using a washcloth is for poor people, but I don't think that washing your legs and feet is for black people. I agree. I think the washcloth is a poor
0: person. Now, let me tell you something. The letdown isn't because they made a joke that wasn't really that funny about like, oh, I don't wash my legs and feet because I'm not black. The letdown isn't because he said washcloths are for poor people, which we all know is an absurd statement. And honestly, since it's black people that are always talking about the necessity for washcloths, that could be him trying to make an inference to black people being poor people. No, 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 no. Even though both of those things were corny and and just kind of silly and not even valuable funny jokes, the letdown goes to the fact that like, why is it that these white comics be feeling the need to like do this type of content to try to get attention? Like, ooh, like it's edgy. Just keep black people out your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not going to say something that's actually clever, if you're not going to say something that's actually, like, hilarious, just keep us out your mouth. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't black comics that talk about white people, but nine times out of ten, it is clever. And I'm not saying there aren't white comics that have talked about black people that weren't clever, okay? There's many, many comics. And listen, even, even even the Lake Joan Rivers, she had a joke that people were like, that's a racist. And I thought it was hilarious. So I'm not just saying it as like a general thing. But this right here is a letdown because it was corny because it was a corny attempt at being edgy. And for what it's worth, Tom Segura is a way better comedian than that. And I feel like this was just like him trying to try and get looks and views. And look, he got him. Look at you. You're on the (laughs) Amanda (laughs) Steele show. Great job. Great job. (laughs) <laughs> but by the way, uh, washcloths are not for poor people. Washcloths are for clean people. That's who they're for. That part. Okay? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we got poor, the Amanda Seal show next. Hit me up, one eight five five Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. Let me know your thoughts on anything that I've been discussing with the.
1: Figure, figure. Let Down.
0: The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up.
1: Yo, we love hearing from you over here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Nails, and that's Amanda Seals. And you can chime in on any of the conversations, especially if you hear some old episodes wherever you get your podcast and you want to chime back in. We'll go back to it. We'll circle back. You can call us up at 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA8. We're going to go to the phone lines real quick and get somebody's phone call on this Chris Rock Netflix special, Selective Outrage. What's going on? Hey, Amanda, love your show. This is Ra. Um, I watched the Chris Rock special. I dug the majority of it. The only thing I probably took issue with was his colorism. Uh, You know, dark-skinned people have been maligned for far too long as it is. Um, I see no uh issue with being dark skinned um I myself am uh what you would consider caramel, but I have two chocolate babies and one caramel one, caramel one for all from the same mother and I would you know if someone ever asked me how brown my babies were gonna be, they get checked and lectured. Dig it, love you.
0: Oh, I guess he's talking about the Meghan Markle part where he was saying that Meghan Markle was claiming that they were racist, but that black people do that stuff all the time when they ask, how dark is the baby going to be? Okay,
1: okay, okay. I was trying to figure out I was like, wait,
0: was that I didn't I didn't take that as him co-signing it as much as just saying, like, we do the same thing. But I guess I can see how you might take it that way. Yeah, Uh, I thought he was originally I thought he until he said the back of the earth part, I thought he was talking about when he was saying that, like. Dray, well, he said it in the bit where he said like Draymond Green is black, black, you know, and he was like, "Is the baby gonna be a, a Steph Curry or a Draymond Green?" So <laughs> there's that, uh, you know, um, you know, with the comics now, I just, I just wonder if if we played like Eddie Murphy Raw. Um, or you know anything from Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip, if we played it right now, what their response oh, would be? Man. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's like if you know better, do better. but I think there's also a certain edginess that comes from comics does I mean, as a light skinned person, I'm asking, I mean does Chris Rock not get a pass for making jokes about his dark skinness that are not necessarily like? The way that uh, that Jason Wicklock fool was talking about, like he was demeaning Leslie, Mm. you know, uh, Leslie Jones. I didn't really Mm. get the feeling that Chris Rock was like demeaning dark skin folks. That's not, I mean, but if you were a dark skin person, maybe you felt that way.
1: I I didn't get that feeling, but I'm I'm also, you know, I consider myself what, caramel, sexual chocolate or whatever. But I didn't feel like he was demeaning. You are
0: not sexual chocolate. You are very far from sexual chocolate. (laughs) You are romantic caramel. You are Ooh, not I, like that one. I
1: like that one. I'm gonna put that one in my Twitter bio. No. <laughs> Beige flag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing about comedy is that everyone takes from it what they will. You know, um, I do think that black comics are absolutely being held to a higher level of scrutiny more than ever. Than um, I've ever witnessed and until now, like in a real, real way. So, you know, my special is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> at some point this year and whoo child i don't know y'all gonna be calling in oh, i didn't <laughs> like when you said so there you have it but we love the calls we love hearing from you i love getting your perspective so give us up one eight, give us a call 1-855-262-6328 that's 1-855-AMANDA-8 now coming up next fantasy becomes the first state to pass legislation restricting drag shows Also, we got Step Up Your Vocab coming up. We'll get into both next on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. Shout out to DJ Nails rocking with me right here at the Amanda Seals show. We got a lot for you coming up this hour. What's going on?
1: Well, let's go down to Tennessee. They're going to become the... Well, they actually did just become the first state to pass legislation restricting drag shows.
0: Yeah, which is odd because I don't know why this is that important to them. (laughs) And the person who passed the law was seen in high school like... It, or in college, like in a drag outfit. So there's that. Uh, what else we got going on down south?
1: Well, in the it's kind of Midwest. Uh, the Missouri pastor that stopped a uh, potential armed robbery during church by praying for the people who were about to rob the church.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point of view to take <laughs> as a pastor. So we will discuss that. Also, we're going to get into our step up your vocab feature. So if you're looking to learn a new word today or maybe just become familiarized or just get reminded of a word, I got the word for you. You got to stick around to find out what that word going to be. Also, we will feature a black inventor in our They Did That segment for Women's History Month. So got a lot for you this hour. Make sure you hit us up on the socials at Seals Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. Hope everybody's Tuesday is tacoing. Uh, call, Taco <laughs> Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. I am Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seals Show. So great to be here with y'all every day. And uh, nails, let's get into some Black Hair news. What do we got going on?
1: We're gonna shoot down to Tennessee real quick uh, because Tennessee and their Republican Governor Bill Lee is the first state to pass laws restricting adult cabaret performances, which it defines as topless dancers. Go-go dancers, exotic dancers, strippers and male or female impersonators that and it bans performances in public property. Now, I am one of those people who feel like if you are taking your kid to something that is a sexual experience or anything, shame on you these people are spending this much time on banning drag shows instead of focusing on the real problem in this country.
0: Well, there's so many problems in this country, right? Like, they talk about, like, we need to protect children, but they aren't doing anything about gun violence. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. what are you really talking about? And by the way, drag shows are not sexually explicit shows. Like, I mean, for the most part, drag shows are men dressed in big wigs and big makeup doing big show-stopping numbers. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's theater i mean a drag show is not anywhere close to the level of sexuality as some of these halftime shows with these cheerleaders in little poom poom shorts with their boobs out like that's just not it's not even close to equal but the fact is they're just really trying to target the lgbtqia plus community and they have consistently tried to do this because tennessee is also run by a very like hyper-Christian, theocratic governor who is really trying to just impress upon the state like his own Christian beliefs. And the truth about it, though, is that he is such a Christian, but he hasn't made any attempts to talk about all of these priests and pastors who are targeting young children in their congregations. So I don't believe you. You need more people. Speaking of somebody who else I don't believe... Uh, Let's get into this next story about a pastor, actually.
1: I can't wait to hear your response to this one right here. So it's a Missouri pastor. His name is Marquellis uh, Futrell. He did some quick thinking on his feet, right? He might have saved some lives with this one right here and some valuable belongings. So he spotted a group of young men who walked into his church during service. They walked in and sat down. He's a former cop. So he said his instincts kicked in. And he said he just knew something was in their waistbands and he believed they were going to rob the church. So he went over to him. He called the congregation over to pray for him, to stick their hands out. And he prayed for him. And he said that um, he he basically stopped them from robbing the church because he used God's name, said that they felt the power of God when the congregation prayed for them. And the men left and police are still searching for him.
0: Now, see, this isn't really helpful, Quatrell, because... <laughs> They're going to go to somebody else church. Okay. I just put his full name together. His name is Marquello Futrell. And I just said Quatrell. His name is Mar- Pastor Marquello Fartre- F- F- Futrell. Okay. Nails, you tell me if I'm bugging here. There's a certain <laughs> level of ego that's, I feel like, a part of this whole situation. Like, this man was like, yeah, like, I prayed so well to God that I changed these men's plan on robbing us. And I feel like, no. They realized that you knew they was going to rob you. That's and exactly. so they, <laughs> they left, <laughs> like, you know, like they looked around and saw the cameras like they cased the joint and was like, nah, we good. Like, that's it. But this you trail said, nah, <laughs> me and, and JC and we <laughs> formed like Voltron and we got them out of there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we need to put his his praying skills to work in bigger venues so he can really just stop crime altogether. That'd be a dope <laughs> superhero. <laughs> I want to see that superhero. Like, he just, he, when he prays, man, crime stops. Oh, what man. does that look like? <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. You got to write that script right there. A pastor that's a superhero. <laughs>
0: It feels really close to Meteor Man, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> but give me a call, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. Coming up next, I'm going to teach y'all some vocabulary on our Step Up Your Vocab segment. We ain't done this in a while, so glad to bring it back real right here on The Amanda Seal Show. Stick around. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. You got the vocab. Amanda has words you can use in any situation instead of cursing someone out. Uh, though, first of all, you throwing too many big words at me. Okay, now, because I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. Watch your mouth. It's the vocab on the Amanda Seal Show. All right, you know, we
1: always up over here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's time for Step Up Your Vocab. You ever end up in a, a debate or an argument and you want to make somebody feel so dumb By using a special word instead of a cuss word? Here's your opportunity right here. (laughs) What word we got today, Amanda?
0: Today on Step Up Your Vocab, the word is amenable. So this word means open and responsive to suggestion. However, it can also mean easily persuaded or controlled and the way I look at amenable is that it's like on a spectrum you want to be amenable to a point okay you want to be amenable which is open and responsive to suggestion but not to the point of being easily persuaded and controlled and I especially think this is important in a relationship so I was talking about this word on my Instagram as it relates to when you are in like a conversation with your partner there's no help in being adversarial We should all try and show up being amenable because ultimately it's a partnership and we're all supposed to be wanting the same thing. When we show up adversarial, that means we're showing up in defense. And if you show up in defense, then that means that you feel like that person is coming at you. And if you feel like your partner's coming at you, then you're not really gonna be able to come together. Amenable is a very helpful way to be when you are in a space where you got to be with somebody who you want to hear you. Now at a certain point though, like I said, don't let them push you to being persuaded, easily moved. You don't want that. Don't let it get too amenable Okay? So that is your word for today. Amenable. We want to be amenable in how we show up in our relationships, not adversarial. Because that, at the end of the day, is in the way of us coming together. Amenable. You know, like, I was amenable to the concept of coming back on stage to do stand-up. And now I have three shows this weekend. Go to my site, <laughs> amintheseals.com, to find out where you can come and cash me here in Los Angeles. That's your word. That's your word, Nail. So I hope to hear you use it at some point later in the show. Perhaps we will see and put you to the test. Now coming up next, another feature. They did that. That's our Women's History Month segment where we are spotlighting a sister inventor. It's coming up next on the
1: Amanda Seal Show. Amanda
0: Seal Show. We up, we
1: up, we up. Yo, we love hearing from you over here at the Amanda Seal Show at our phone number, 855 262 6328. Again, 855, as Amanda said, Amanda 8. <laughs> Save it in your phone, and that's a good way to remember it right there. All right. Anita from Ohio wants to comment on our discussion from yesterday, Amanda. Do you tip? DoorDash. 855-AMANDA-8.
0: I'm calling about tipping for the delivery service. That's the job they chose. The job is not waiter. Your job is to deliver the food. A company pays you to do that. No tipping be required. Anita from Ohio. Damn, Anita! (laughs) Listen, Anita said that's not, that's (laughs) not in it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said, Nails. She said that ain't in it. If I decide if you do something special, but ultimately, you're here to deliver the food and you got paid for that. That's Damn. what she said, Nails.
1: Listen, to all the Uber Eats drivers and Postmates and DoorDash drivers out there, listen, we understand you're out there hustling and you But Anita, <laughs> Anita said that's your job. <laughs>
0: Anita said that's your job. You're not a server. You're not doing no customer service with me. You're dropping the food off. Relax.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: I still feel like at the end of the day there's a certain level of just like tipping because they're they're bringing you something that you're just making your life easier. Like I know okay so for me I feel like when they come to my house if especially if it is raining, I'm going to tip for real. Yep. Like I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip Definitely. for
1: real. You know. I have a question but, for you. I don't know. When okay. you go to pick up food and they have the tip on the receipt, do you tip the, oh, the person who's God. giving you the food there then?
0: now, See, this is what I mean. I just feel like this whole tip thing is getting a little OD. And I, I'm i curious, for those of y'all who work in food service, And do I sound terrible saying that? Give me a call, 1-855-262-6328, <laughs> because I'll be at like... You know, a Starbucks and they're like, OK, like they want to tip there. OK, I'm, you're you're making it. I'm watching you make it. OK. You know, but you're right, Nails. Like when you go pick up the food, you're like, am I tipping you for making the food? Like, where is this going? That's the other part. I don't be knowing where the tips is going. You know, like, is the tip going to this lady? Is the tip going to these people I didn't see? I don't know where the tip is going. You know, but I to answer your question, Nails, no. <laughs> I don't. So there's that. Next up, I wonder if Angela Bassett tips. Well, I tell you one thing. She is going to be on the Time Woman of the Year list. And so she can maybe give us a few tips about legacy. Because she's been here and she ain't going nowhere. And she seems to just be going up. We got more on that coming up next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It is Tuesday right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals, and you can check out my content on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. We got dope content up there. We got my podcast, Small Doses. We got my reaction show, Amanda Reacts. And. We also have Rebels and Radicals, which is a new series where I am talking about some really incredible folks that have come through this earth and said some things that really radicalize not only their constituency, but can also be used to radicalize our minds. And I think we are at a time in this world where we need to start thinking differently and considering other concepts to our liberation. How's the people? All right. Nails, that was a little revolution right there for a Tuesday.
1: I felt it. I felt it. (laughs) Power to the people!
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of power to the people, we got some black-earing news to give to the people. What's good with you?
1: Yeah, Walgreens said it won't sell abortion pills in 20 GOP-led states, even... Where it is still legal.
0: I don't really fully understand a lot of this story and so I want to make sure to share it with you guys because of course we have a lot of dope listeners who have a lot of information that are also willing to call us up and give us the information when we can't find it. Because I've been looking for the information on the internets and on the Googles and it just seems to su- not surprisingly be there. Sometimes I feel like the information is not there, nails because they don't want you to know. So yeah. Going to make sure to tell y'all the full situation of this abortion pill Walgreens scenario and get your insight on filling in the blanks. What else we got going on?
1: And a lot of those people don't want to be amenable either. Ah! Uh, did you hear it? Nice!
0: <laughs> Good job! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank
1: you very much. Nice. Thank you very much. Our second story we're going to talk about in Blackerit News this hour: Angela Bassett and Quinta Brunson have been selected to be on Time Magazine's Women of the Year list. <laughs>
0: Ooh, we love to see the sisters winning. I also love these two sisters. Like, I've met both of them. I know Quinta, and they have both just been very kind, and it's just great to see them continuously rising to the top. Also, we have got the... bigger
1: Figure, figure. Down.
0: And more, because this is your source for laughs and facts right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Remember to stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's one 855 2626 Listen laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I am the Amanda Seals, and that is the DJ Nails, and we have got the Black Urit News for you. What are we talking about?
1: Walgreens. Well, they said that they are not going to sell abortion bill in 20 GOP led states, even where it's legal. Now, listen to this right here. So a group of 20 Republican led attorney generals, they warned CBS and Walgreens, which are like the top two um, distributors for medicine and uh, pharmacies across the United States. In a letter last month, they said that these two companies, they could face legal consequences if they sell abortion pills by mail to their states. And that letter came from Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey, and was co-signed by the attorney generals over in Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, yeah. Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, and West Virginia. And Walgreens did respond to the letter by saying it will not dispense the abortion pills mifepristone in these states, yeah. right? The list of states in the letter includes some where abortion is actually legal and both generally and regarding medication uh, abortion. So it's really weird. This is a little confusing because it's like they're saying, like, you got to get certified to sell this drug and. Walgreens are saying they're going to, they're going to try and get certified to do. It. It's just so much confusion going on with this right here.
0: And really what it is, is Walgreens uh, responding to this uh, Republican extremism in a way that they simply just don't need to. And, you know, you're seeing folks like the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. You're seeing women like Melissa Fowler, the chief program officer of the National Abortion Federation. All of them are like, I don't understand. Walgreens, like, why are you even going along with this? Uh, this is uh, what's the why is this even necessary? You know, the truth is that people are really rapidly losing access to abortion, which in many cases is a health saving, life saving procedure. Okay, it's it's not simply just for people who don't want to have a child. And the fact that so many states are not only repealing Roe v. Wade, but also not making any exceptions for rape or the life of the mother tells you that there is just no care for women. There's just no care. And so Walgreens, to me, when they go along with this, it's like as if they're saying, we also don't care about women. So that's how I feel about that. Uh, let me know how you feel. 1-855-262-6328. That's one eight five five amanda 8 Now, speaking of women that we care about, Angela Bassett and Quinta Brunson were selected to Time's Women of the Year list. And we got that next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And uh, nails, let's big up some women this Women History Month. Who are two sisters that have been added to the Time Women of the Year list?
1: Strong black women, Angela Bassett and Quinta Brunson. Gotta give it up to them, man. They showing out for us, y'all. They are two of the 12 women that selected for Time Magazine's Women of the Year. And Angela Bassett, you know, she's been doing her thing in Hollywood for over 30 years. And she's one of the most celebrated black actresses in Hollywood, who actually just won her second NAACP award. And then when we also, and also when we hear Quinta Brunson, we all think, oh Lord, give him everything. He got everything. Like we've seen her (laughs) grow from just being on social media to this star and this director and created Abbott Elementary. And we just love to see her succeed and win out in Hollywood. So both of those ladies will be two of 12 women that will be honored on March 8th. In LA, man, it's gonna be so dope. So
0: shout out to those sisters, fabulous women, continuing to do fabulous things. Coming up next, speaking of fabulous things, we got the bigger, bigger. and the. Let down. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all, it's time to check on out. I am Amanda Seals, and I have had a great day with you all on this lovely Tuesday. Let me know what you got in your head and your brains and your thoughts. 1-855-262-6328. Coming up tomorrow, we'll have all your Blackheart news. Plus, we got the big up, let down like we do every day. And more of your calls and we got y'all talking about tipping for DoorDash, okay? I wanna hear you all talking about this because I just be feeling like I'm crazy, but a lot of people are affirming that I'm not. We're also gonna hear from an actual delivery driver and get her take. So we're going to the sauce, okay? We're going to the sauce who's delivering the sauce, okay? What else we gotta tell the people before we
1: go? Yo, if you missed any part of the show or any older episodes of the show, you can go and get them wherever you get your podcast. Just type in the Amanda Seal Show. And you can also get Amanda's other podcast, Small Doses, wherever you get your podcast. So just type it in the search bar. It's just sitting there like a big old cold glass of of lemonade in a hot summer evening. Go get it.
0: All right. All right, y'all. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. And I want to see y'all doing that every day right here in this world. I'm Amanda Seals, and I'll check y'all tomorrow. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.